Well, Ulysses, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the baseball world as a whole lost a great one in Dave Wills. Yes, we all did. So let's talk and remember Dave right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to our podcast on YouTube, as well as all the other traditional podcasting platforms that are available. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays, and you can email us anytime, Locked On Rays at gmail.com. Well, Ulysses, normally uh, we try to make jokes and have fun and enjoy talking baseball, and we normally do on this podcast, but this might be a little bit more of a a somber remembrance episode as uh, we react to the passing of Dave Wills at just 58 years old. Just crazy to think about that. Um, Where, I mean, it's like the day before he died, not to just get right into it, but like I saw tweets from him, like multiple tweets interacting with fans and listeners and just people out there. And a day later he's gone. It just, it boggles the mind. And I know it's, you know, been a couple days, obviously since his passing, um, we just, for, you know, a couple different reasons, we wanted to kind of sit on this a little bit and just, uh, I think now's the time where we can kind of, uh, remember Dave Wills for, for all the greatness that he was and, and all the, the memories that he brought to, uh, the broadcast booth. Yeah. Um, I, I love that you mentioned, that he was interacting with fans um, on Saturday on the last day on the last game that he called, because isn't that just so apropos, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, that that's who he was. He was so jovial. Uh, So many times you see him around in the, um, the draft room. Uh, At least I did uh, in, in the last few seasons. And he was always stopping and talking to fans and, and answering any requests for for photographs uh, he was always he was always there man and it's going to be a really difficult season as a race fan to uh, listen to race radio and uh, his booming voice because boy he had a booming voice um, and and it won't be there and I know that um, for me specifically I like I said on Monday's episode uh, Rays radio for me was the the 2013 season. Um, I, I had heard obviously Rays radio before, but mm-hmm. really to follow a season through Rays radio of 2013 was for me. Um, you, you know this. I was a delivery driver in, in college, and you know all of my tales that I will not mention yeah. on this podcast. But uh, within those tales, um, it was there. There was Dave and Andy. You know, in between those stops and, uh, you know, arm side fastball when when David Price was was a little bit off. It was great to hear Dave uh, saying, oh, you know, arm side, our arm side fastball is really not working for uh, for uh, David today. Um, 
it, it's it's gonna suck, man. But I, yeah. I I think we all have our memories with with him, and 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 that's that's something that nobody can take away from us. Yeah, and just the the combo of Dave Wilson and Andy Freed. Obviously, Andy Freed's going to continue on with, I presume, Neil Solons and maybe a cast of other characters. But it is going to be near impossible, and and you really can't replicate the chemistry that Dave and Andy had. I mean, I know that you know if there's one criticism of them really i mean they're if, if you're talking about best radio broadcast teams best broadcast teams in baseball and really all of sports i mean they're right up there i mean just as far as baseball yeah. goes to me it's you know bob Euchre, the san francisco giants what they have going on with john miller and dave fleming and then the rays and you can kind of put them in any order you want with that and i know that uh, you know some people say ah, it's hard to differentiate sometimes between Dave and Andy's voice and I get that but uh it, it was almost a an odd couple in a sense at times and just the back and forth and you can tell that um and you know I I want to loop Andy into this too is just you know you've got something special on your hands where there were times where I didn't even need to turn on the television or want to watch the television a, a race broadcast it's like man Dave and Andy do such a good job together. They're such a great team. They are so vivid and paint the picture so well, not to mention all the the back and forth and the side conversations that they're having that I'd rather go for a drive or run an errand or work out at the gym and, and listen to them. Like you, the, to me, I mean, the makings of a, a really, really good broadcast team or broadcaster is where I've reached my destination and I'm still tuning into these guys. And I think yes. Dave and Andy did a great job of that. I, I, very well put. It's when you are at your destination, but you have to wait for that last out. Mm-hmm. You have to wait until, you know, you can, you can go in and inside. I, I, you know, it's very difficult for, I think people our age and younger to get into radio we're very visual people, uh, you know, millennials and on, onwards, you know, 90s kids and on. It's it's difficult to get into radio uh, with baseball. And if you didn't have a necessity to listen to radio uh, for baseball needs, then then you don't have that ear. And you need to kind of train that ear for, for mm-hmm. baseball. Um, and they made it so easy to fall in love with baseball being broadcast uh, through radio. I mean, the, the, the way of using, you know, the imagery of, of letting you know who's smiling, who is, uh, you know, sweating, who is being clumsy in the field. Um, if the, if the pitcher is, looks rattled. Um, if the umpire's strike zone is a little bit uh, too thin or too wide, um, if Madden is going crazy, if cash is a little bit inactive, uh, you know, every little thing they're, they're painting a picture and he was really, really good at that. And, um, when you talk about the partnership between Dave and Andy, I mean, it, inseparable man. And I know that they, you know, they had been working, uh, since 2005 together. Yeah. So when you talk about, like any relationship with more time, you get to know the other person even better. And they knew each other. I mean, they were just in the same wavelength. And um, I know that we've gotten 
uh, emails and, and DMs saying, you know, that they they see that we are sometimes in the same wavelength. That's because we've known each other for such a right. long time. And Dave and Andy did the same thing. They knew each other for a long time. So it was really good to see that chemistry um, or at least not see it. You you yeah. you heard it. And um, yeah, it's we all have our favorite memories from 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 the radio broadcasts. Absolutely. And we'll continue this conversation as well. But first, we have to tell you about FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel because it is America's number one sports book. New customers get a no sweat first bet for up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and incredibly easy to use you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained plus FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay so don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet for up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n to learn more be sure to make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And Ulysses, I'm glad you touched on that as you know the, the chemistry between Dave and Andy. And just as a listener and an outside observer, you get to know the broadcasters too behind the scenes, their lives, because they have three, four hours to fill every night, 162 games a year, plus playoffs, plus spring training, plus off-season podcast and in specials and episodes so you you learn that you know dave wills lives in lutes and he has children and he has a wife and he's from the chicagoland area and it's just you really get inside the background of some of these guys and and you know the the thing that i never really got the chance to meet or interact with dave wills but i know people that did and only heard nothing but positives i've I've got a really good friend that kind of utilized uh dave as as a mentor and um from my understanding was you know very responsive and always kind of the hey keep doing what you're doing follow your dreams you know you can make it work in in the sports industry which is really really appreciative just to me i i get the sense that and i've you know interacted with andy uh very briefly but just two very very down to earth guys that obviously know and understand and have a tremendous love for what they do and the game of baseball as well. And, you know, it's funny because with Dave specifically, um, he was old school in terms of his broadcasting style and analysis, but it was a, a common sense nature. It, it, it was more, Hey, he's probably not going to be talking about ex Woba and, and meltdowns and, and some of the, the statistics you see on Savant or Fangrass, but the, the eye test, the, the, the coach's eye, um, and being able to interpret, Hey, what's going on on the field in real time, uh, I think was a really, really special quality of, of his and Andy's as well, but just the, um, it's not like he, he was an old fuddy duddy when he, when he was telling what was happening on the field. 
I, like I said, he he was open minded. He was old school, but open minded. Like yeah. he knew he might not say, "Oh, his ex Wolba is you know whatever, three eighty, but he wouldn't poo poo it. He wouldn't be like, "Oh, yeah, all that stuff, the ex Wolba, I don't care about WRC plus." Like, no, he wouldn't say that. Yeah, you know, he said, "Hey, the Rays are doing this, and it's because you know they see things differently." I I think that's a great balance, and and maybe that's that's why we all like so much that Dave and Andy it's because there was balance um there 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 was I mean there was a lot of homerism you know yes. in raised radio and like in any other team's you know radio broadcast booth there will be some homerism but I did love that Dave and Andy maybe you know in my opinion um they go a little bit and I'm only talking about Dave and Andy Dave and Andy were a little bit more comfortable with pushing the envelope of criticism mm -hmm. more than anybody else. I'm talking post, pregame, TV, everything. I think yeah. Dave and Andy were the the and I think it's because of the radio. Because you you know, when the camera's not there, right, maybe you feel a little bit safer to to say, um, things that you might not feel as safe when the red light comes on as Evan Klosky, our friend would yes. say. Um, so I do appreciate that. And I think Rays fans do appreciate that because, you know, you, you're going to get your homerism, but you also want to, if somebody's struggling, you know, if somebody's hitting 160 for four months, you can't just tell me, well, the guy's, you know, the guy's a great glove. Yeah, no, I, I need you as a fan. I need you to tell me that you know how frustrating it is that this guy's hitting 160. And Dave, you could hear that. Right. You could hear that he was like, boy, I'm, I'm watching the same thing, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's frustrating to see this guy hit 160. And that's what you appreciate, especially when whenever the team was on a five or six game losing streak or somebody was on a you know two for 30 slump, whatever maybe he wasn't afraid to call it out nor Andy for that matter. And I yeah. do like how you mentioned open-minded because, you know, working for the Rays, especially since 2005. Um, yeah. You can have that old school mentality, if you will. Um, but with what they did in, in innovating the game between the openers, the platoons, the bullpenning, the shifts, everything that they utilized and deployed, it was like, Hey, it's working. You, you're you're going to have to get on board at, at some point and kind of uh, embrace it or, or at least realize what the Rays are trying to do there. And I got to tell you, I mean, look, Dwayne Stats and Brian Anderson, they do a great job. Everybody on the television side does a great job, but it takes a special, special talent to do what Andy and Dave do game in and game out. Um, because with television, you have, you have the visual element to help you out yeah. to let the broadcast breathe. Dwayne Stats and Brian Anderson, they can go 15, 20 seconds without talking, without really saying yeah. a word. They can kick it down to Trisha Whitaker. They can go to a, a, a highlight reel or a highlight, um, you know, whatever it may be. But if you, because I, I did this, because I would actually sometimes prefer to listen to the radio broadcast as I'm watching the game or streaming the game. And just how descriptive and on the ball that both Dave and Andy were, it, it's really, really remarkable. Not late on calls, 
not boring, not gimmicky. Um, like how quickly their brain has to fire and, and what they have to do to detail a play in a matter of seconds and a matter of moments. That is a tough, tough thing to do. And, and that was also part of the joy in, and I'm sure, you know, Neil and, and Andy are going to do this going forward, but interchanging the play-by-play between innings. I think that was a yes. a, a fun add to, as opposed to the traditional or typical, okay, you have the, the play-by-play guy and you have the color analyst who's a former coach, manager, ball player, whatever it may be. And it kind of gets static and it, it maybe gets a little boring for lack of a better term, but it kind of kept everybody on their toes. And, and I think, kept both those guys fresh as well and, and being able to interchange innings and uh and and work on you know hey i'm play by play now i'm going to be the the analyst and and flipping that back and forth a little bit not only does it keep it fresh kevin but it also gives the listener kind of a oh new voice and so in your yeah. brain it's like oh i'm not listening to the same thing oh this is new and also you know you can't have i i'm you know the same guy calling the big moments all the time, right? You know, right. Uh, you know, if if you kind of change it here and there, you know, you get a good moment, I get a good moment. You know, um, we 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 will forever hear Dave's voice um, when uh, Aki takes it to second and the mm-hmm. Rays are going to the World Series. That's Dave. Uh, we we have that. Or Evan Longoria has just hit the Rays into you know into the wild card. Um, in 2011 like we we have that uh i do like the fact that they did the the play-by-play and i hope um andy and i'm guessing neil is going to get the call yeah. up um to to do that I, it has not been confirmed correct i i honestly have no idea i i I remember seeing, I think Topkin put something out like that's kind of the, the obvious there because Neil had, right. you know, when one of them was missing, he would feel, fill in and it's kind of the sure. natural progression for the pre post game guy to, to get that next push or step. I mean, that's sort of what Dave wills. He got to start doing pre and post game for the Chicago white Sox. So I think that's going to have to, I mean, that that's really, I think the only play that the Rays have, unless they're able to work in some of their, television crew into the radio broadcast like i'd like to see you know denard span maybe get some radio action matt joyce get some radio action trisha whitaker i think if you want to think outside the box maybe give her a shot and and give her a try or at least try to interwove her into the radio broadcast but i gotta say and again i know i've I've made my jokes about neil salons and, and do my impressions and everything and this is no disrespect to him but you have very very very, very big shoes to fill. It, it, the, the old adage, the old saying is uh, you don't want to be the guy to replace the man. You want to be the guy that replaces the guy that replaced the man. And I, I know I'm kind of butchering yeah. that saying, but you, no, you get no. the point. It, like, yeah. If um, you don't want to be Mad Duffy, you right. know, yeah. Evan Longoria leaves. <laughs> you don't want to be Mad Duffy. You want to be Yandi. You want to be any anybody, Matt Duffy. Yeah. Anybody that replaces Matt Duffy, you're okay with that. Anybody that replaces yeah. Longo, that is tough, tough, tough. You, to do. You're going to have a tough time, you know, but, but you said the, the, the fact that they were able to uh, use so much imagery and get you into the game and, and not have the, the aid of television. 
one of my fondest memories. And it's a fond memory, but it's also kind of a, a heart, you know, gut wrenching moment was I was driving home and Dave and Andy, this is around 2010. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm listening to the race game, but all of a sudden, you know, they, they're, they're saying, oh, there's a perfect game going on. And I think you, you already know where I'm going with this. Right. Perfect game going on, seventh, eighth inning, all perfect game. And then in the ninth inning, Dave and Andy go, oh, no. <laughs> Joyce, what did you do? And I'm like, what happened? What happened? Armando Galarraga, of course, Venezuelan bump, is throwing a perfect game in Detroit. Joyce botches the call. And Dave and Andy are having to balance both this historic baseball moment that is not race related and yet having to tell the race fan what is going on with the race game at the same time. And they did that so smoothly. Yes. I mean, incredible. Um, so that's actually one of the, the best memories I have of, of race radio. Um, you know, of course, everybody will have the 2008 runs, the 2020 runs, of course, trying to sink in Ray's radio so you don't have to hear Joe Buck and everybody in John Smoltz yeah. talking crap. Uh, and uh, whoever was the one that said, uh, how did they call the playoffs that one year? Oh, uh, in the post. Oh, in the post. Yeah, yeah Ron you know, Darling post, and three- uh, post. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can't even horrible. remember. Maybe Brian Anderson was part of it. Not Ray's Brian Anderson, but yeah. the other Brian Anderson broadcast. Or the guy from uh, uh, the Mets guy. I'm blanking. Ron Darling? Yeah, Ron Darling. Yeah. Yeah, so. for TBS. So, yeah. Um, yeah, over different. I don't know if you if, if that's the one I could come up with that it's kind of outside the box. I, I'm sure yeah. not a lot of race fans are going to pick Armando Galarraga's right. perfect game as their as their race radio memory. But that's, of course, Venezuelan bump for me. Do you have one? I don't know if I have one specifically. It's just what I really enjoyed was the in-between conversations, not necessarily about baseball, but their lives and just what's going on in the world. Um, and, you know, the downtime in the game, maybe there's a pitching change or, you know, there's five or six pickoffs or it takes a particular pitcher a minute or 50 seconds to deliver the ball from mound to home plate. Just having that extra breathing room to kind of get your points across and tell your stories and whatever it may be. And that's honestly going to be a challenge this year for Andy and not only working with a new broadcaster, you know, day in and day out, but this is, this is a literally a new ball game. This is a faster paced era that we're moving towards with fewer pickoff throws and you know 15 20 seconds in between pitches like it's going to get moving so i think that the the radio crews are going to lose a little bit of that hey we're just you know kind of easing in sitting at the bar and and talking sports like you you kind of got to hurry things up a little bit to some extent or it's going to take better i guess timing on everybody to make it work not a, not a lot of personal uh, tangents and, and all of that. It's going to be a little bit more tight. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I, uh, <laughs> I, I do like, I want to do, I want to give one other one and it's not like a specific memory, but I did really always enjoy when he said, 
boy, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Because anytime he started with the with the word boy, it's like you know what he wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> like boy Choi is uh, mightily struggling 0 for 20, you know. But you right. know, like he always when he started with boy, you're like, oh, okay, he's gonna drop a, a bomb yeah. here. So yeah, I always enjoy I enjoyed that from Dave. Yeah, what's funny is that you know, whenever I was in Lutz, I would honestly think of Dave because there were so many callbacks and flashbacks to, Hey, living in Lutz or, you know, I woke up this morning at my house in Lutz and I'm pretty sure I knew which neighborhood he lived in. And I may or may not have golfed at that neighborhood (laughs) that he lives in. And I would always think, Dave Wills, what what are the odds that I might see him, you know, out drinking coffee in the morning or whatever it may be. So you really get inside um, the, the minds and the lives of these guys. And, I mean, I know kind of a, a tangent, but and, and we mentioned it already, but the it, it there are some major changes for the Rays broadcast teams, obviously on the radio side. And I'll, I'll be curious to see what they do with pre and post game duties. I don't know if it's going to go to somebody already on the DAE staff or they call up, um, I think, Patrick Kinas, Kinas, whatever his name is, from the Durham Bulls. I mean, there's there's a lot of different options out there, I presume. But um, on on the television side, I mean, Arrestus Estrada is no more. Again, giving more action to Denard Spann and, and Matt Joyce, friend of the program. Dwayne Stats, at 70 years old, he's tapering things back. He's going to be working 20 to 30 fewer games. So, you know, that, that works in an opening for, you know, Rich Hollenberg and, um, I don't know, Kevin Burkhardt. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, they'll, they'll have some options, but things are changing. Things are changing in the, the broadcast world. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of new, different voices. Um, I don't know if, if uh, Xavier Scruggs is going to join the, oh, yeah. the team this season too. So yeah, it, it's, uh, it's going to be a, a new, a new season with a lot of changes on the field. But if you're a race fan, you're going to see a, a lot of, um, old familiar faces but new to their to their posts that's yeah. for sure um before we wrap it up here uh do want to give some listener shout outs and comments uh just some of their favorite ma- uh, memories and sayings from uh dave wills who again passed away unfortunately at 58 years old man enjoy life enjoy the moments cherish the moments because you never know uh you know, when your, your last day is, I mean, so unfortunate what happened to Gene Ramirez with the Rays organization, Um, you know, around really this week, we we've heard and learned that Kyle Manzardo's mom at what 50 something years old is dealing with uh, a major heart issue and needs a transplant. So, and, and that goes back to a larger point of, you never know what's going on in the lives of not just broadcasters, but players and their families as well, that uh, so many distractions um, either positively or negatively that they have to deal with off the field too. But um, Samuel Bayless says, uh, I remember last year an opposing pitcher cut his finger and he came out with the cut, uh, cut Mick line from Rocky. Uh, Dave had such a quick wit and was extremely funny. He always replied when I contacted him on Twitter, genuinely loved us as fans loved when we took off uh, other announcers. Um, I don't know if he had some typos in there, but Sam basically 
his point is correct. And, you know, if you reached out to Dave on Twitter, social media, he was very, very good about getting back to you and responding. And during the game, too, that was also kind of yeah. part of the fun as very well. Cool. You know, uh, you know, uh, Sam checks in from Australia, and this is what, yeah. um, you know, he has to say. So uh, AJ says, uh, quote, he needed that extra biscuit for breakfast. Ball hit to the warning track. Quote, they left a little chicken on the bone. Runners left in scoring position. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Raise win, raise win, raise win. Yeah, those were all signature calls of Dave Dave Wills. Of course, I butchered it. Did not have as much passion, energy, or uh, or uh, talent on on those calls there. But yeah, that that is something that is stored in the memory bank for sure. Um, Don Dogerty says, raise win, raise win, raise win. So saddened by his passing. Uh, Brian Stark says, uh, quote, Evan Longoria has just hit the race to the American League wild card. Again, another one of Dave Will's uh, legendary quotes. And then Ty McCann says, I grew up listening to this man, deployed twice, and many nights woke up early to listen to Ray's games. And whenever I was driving in the car and couldn't catch the game, I'd put Dave and Andy on. Living in New England, I'd often sync the radio to the TV just so I watch the game but avoid listening to Dennis Eckersley and Dave O'Brien. I did the same during the 2020 playoffs, and I had some of the most fun I've had watching baseball listening to the broadcast. To me, Dave was the voice of the Rays, just like Dwayne Stats. He will be forever missed so long as I'm watching baseball. May he rest in peace. I mean, that deserves a standing ovation from Ty. That, that really puts it all um perfectly really yeah ty you uh you're making me uh <laughs> tear up here man like that's yeah. um that's beautifully put ty and i think you are um voicing what a lot of us race fans are are, are feeling and have felt about dave and you know uh he will forever be remembered if you're a race fan um that which is a pretty cool thing you know you uh, we always want to leave our mark in this world we know that we only have mm -hmm. a certain amount of time and we don't know how much time that is going to be um dave is going to be remembered like it, that's that's that that's that's so yeah. fantastic and he gave us so many great great memories so yes it is sad but any time that we want to remember good times especially raised baseball memories, he's going to be there. And yeah. that in, in of itself is a really nice treat that uh, he let us in. And not to be the idea man here, but um, I think the Rays should one uh, rename their press box or the broadcast booth, the, you know, Dave Wills press box, something along those lines. Uh, that's one thing that they should do. The other thing that they should do is uh, induct him into their hall of fame in 2024 i know they i don't know if they can necessarily do it this season but make sure he he i'm sure that the rays have are going to think this one through and add him to uh the fold i would guess as soon as next year i think those are two things that absolutely need to happen and i would like to add a third one it's not an original idea of mine i saw it on twitter uh, from okay. ben sack uh, he said, I would love to see an annual Dave Wills Day. Um, he'll be missed by us all. I, like I that. think that is a beautiful, perfect idea. You know, I said uh, on my tweet, there is nothing in this world that 100% of the people will agree on. 
I think we actually might find the outlier yeah. in the fact that I think 100% of race fans would support the idea of making a Dave Wills day at the Trop. Uh, I think that would be such a cool thing. And, um, you know, depending on how crazy it is or something, you know, you could have his booming voice, mm-hmm. uh, you know, saying raise win, raise win, raise win. Uh, after victories, that would be something that 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 could be done. I don't know. Um, do a uh, do a, a good a idea. Bobblehead giveaway and a Hawaiian shirt giveaway. Really lean into it <laughs> a little bit. And yeah. that was the thing. I mean, yeah. I, I think all Rays fans love Dave and Andy, and especially Dave, of course. But um, even non-Rays fans. I mean, opposing teams and their fan bases. I think revere the 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 talent and the work ethic um, that both of them had. I mean, I, I'd, I'd heard, you know, seen quotes on, cause you know, Fangraphs does their annual broadcaster rankings. And, you know, I, I saw comments where it's like, they knew more about the twins players than the twins broadcast team did. Uh, you know, I mean, they're, yeah. you know, playing the highlight call for Dave and Andy for another team because they're so good. Like right. Mark Burley's, I, I guess his perfect game, um, like on MLB Network Radio, they use Dave Will's call instead of the White Sox call. Look at that! Like that's crazy. Um, and the other thing too that, and I'm glad that uh, Ty mentioned this, but during the 2020 season when Dave and Andy weren't able to go on the road, you really couldn't tell the difference. That's how good they were. Um, just by the fact that they're not even able to travel on the road. They're basically having to do radio broadcasting from, you know, mini monitors within the trop with no fans and to make it still sound as quality as it did was really a testament to them as well. And, you know, their, their um, production team too, but that, that was another, you know, kind of nice tie in as well with that. So man. Yeah. So, uh, of course, uh, I'm sure we'll see some YouTube comments and um, yeah, lay it, lay it all out there with uh, your your thoughts for Dave Wills. And if you get a chance to support the the charities that he was very passionate about, I know Buddy Baseball was one that was very near and dear to his heart. A great cause there. Um, again, if you want to, I know we're going long here, but you know, if you things are, are tough in your life and you don't, you know, having a a difficult time with whatever you have going on, just you know, go to a buddy baseball game or just kind of read about that organization and, and what they do. And uh, it'll, it'll bring some, yes. some joy and light to you uh, with that. So anyway, um, thank you again for making the locked on race podcast, your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the locked on fantasy baseball podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you tomorrow.